On February 14, 1978, the body of a young woman was found in a rural area of Otai, a community in San Diego, California. She was a teenager, aged between 14 and 18. She was approximately 1.55 metres tall, weighed between 38 and 40 kilos, and had shoulder-length brown hair tied in a ponytail. She wore a blue jumpsuit and a white top with blue flowers, but there was nothing else on her body. No shoes, socks, or any clothing to cover her genitalia. The young woman had a peculiar characteristic. Although both her ears had holes for earrings, her right ear was smaller than her left. The girl had also been burned, but not completely. Apparently the criminal or criminals had set fire to the body and left, but the fire did not spread. During the autopsy, it was possible to identify that this teenager had recently undergone dental treatment and that she had died two days before she was found. The fire was actually started after her death. The cause of death was poisoning and torture. A toxic substance was found in her body, which was never disclosed. She was called Otai Jane Doe. Otai, as it is the name of the community, and Jane Doe is one of the collective pseudonyms used in some areas of the United States when a person's real name is unknown or is being intentionally hidden. Jane Doe for women and John Doe for men. There is even a film called The Autopsy of Jane Doe, where the victim was an unidentified woman. No one in the city of San Diego reported the disappearance of someone with these characteristics, and without any report, the young woman's body remained unidentified for decades. Despite the mystery, there are some theories that try to provide some explanation for the crime, but most of the theories make no sense. Theory one is that she was a young woman who lived in a rural area, isolated from the community, and a family member, for whatever reason, committed this crime and moved out of the city. But no local residents moved away at that time. Another theory is that she may have had special needs and was abused and killed by her caregivers but neighbours would have noticed the absence of a young woman in their area. Another says that she may have grown up in an orphanage, but this is such a vague theory, because despite not having family members to report the disappearance, the orphanage or other children would have noticed the young woman's disappearance, even if there was an intentional crime, for example, and the orphanage had given an excuse that she was adopted there would have been goodbyes to the other children. If that were the case, the girl would have disappeared without a trace. And taking into account that she was officially adopted and then died, the social services that monitor adoptions would have noticed something. She may also have been a homeless person, but it is not common for homeless people to have dental treatments. In addition, even with the image of the young woman being distributed around the city, no one had ever seen her there. The fact that no one recognised her created another theory that she had come from elsewhere, but nowhere in the country 
had anyone reported the disappearance of someone with those characteristics. Her body was buried as a pauper, and even though a new reconstruction of her face was carried out in 2014 using new technologies, nothing changed in the investigation, and the young woman has remained unidentified for more than 40 years. Hey, você se interessa por crimes reais, serial killers, coisas macabras e tem um senso de humor um tanto quanto sórdido? Se sim, você não está sozinho. Se você precisa de um lugar recheado de pessoas como você, venha conhecer o podcast Pátria Amada Criminal. Todas as semanas tentamos entender o pior da humanidade. Nesse processo a gente ri, chora, fica brava, fofoca, porque afinal de contas é assim que a gente fala quando está entre amigos. Suas novas melhores amigas trevosas estão aqui no Pátria Amada Criminal. 